Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, how are you doing? What is up? Did you have a good holiday weekend? I know. What is time? It's December uh, in 2021. What the fucking A? I think I can say that. What the fucking A? As you might have noticed, I was gone for two weeks. One was for the holiday and the second was honestly because I didn't have my shit together. Uh, I was still dealing with like a couple of health things, but good news. I'm not really going to go into it, but everything came back benign, um, which is great. Literally three separate things to check for cancer on three separate parts of my body. So it's been a fun end, right, to 2021, um, but more than happy with the results. I am doing one more test and I'm just going to tell you about it because I think it's funny. I'm literally going to be swallowing a pill with a camera in it and they're going to take pictures of my insides and then I just poop it out and literally at the doctors I was like do I give you the camera back and they're like no Um, and I just love that that technology exists (laughs) which is a great way to intro in my good friend Veronica Garza as our guest today. Um, She was also very aware of some of the things going on um, and was always very helpful and letting me vent and things like that. We talk a lot about Veronica. A lot of stuff happened since the last time Veronica was on the podcast back in March and she's very open and frank about it. I'm not going to say too much of the intro outro because I just feel like that's not my place. Um, And just as always, Veronica is just a very gracious and very open lover and performer um, and just really talk some real shit uh, with me on this podcast. And I think anyone can really benefit from what she has to say. So sit back, relax. Um, I hope you enjoy. I hope you get something out of it. And afterwards, you can follow Veronica on the Instagram, on the socials at Vero's Got Jokes, spelled V-E-R-O-S, underscore got g-o-t underscore jokes j-o-k-e-s and i will see you guys on the other side so i went to see i was like i can't remember the last time you were on um it was March of this year. So like a, a lot of shit has happened since March. It was like the beginning of March. I figured you thought you asked me because I finally had sex again. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, is that is that all I had to do? I'm like, man, I would have tried a lot harder to like fuck someone had I known on the pod again no no not at all <laughs> yeah well now that you mentioned it you did have sex recently <laughs> you I mean how much do you want to talk about the past like I don't want to say too much oh we can't oh I don't have a problem with it I'm I'm good with it yeah whatever you want to ask or go into I'm completely fine and I'm in a good space with it had it been like you know three months ago mm-hmm. I, I still would have talked about it but I probably would have cried Aww. uh <laughs> but I'm now I'm just like you know we found out I'm like in a good place so hell yeah yeah absolutely yay therapy love it all the time here for it 
<laughs> Brank is just like nodding and smiling. I'm just so happy about it. Well, I had therapy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that therapy and me not drinking, I think, has mm-hmm. definitely made a difference. I definitely can tell I'm like a completely different person. And I'm in my apartment now. Like, I'm in my spot, like, where I'm at. I'm Brooklyn now. I'm, I mean, not that I wasn't before, but yeah, I got my own life together now. Man, in March, when you talked to me, I was uh, living with her. Yeah, you like just moved. No, no, it hadn't been a full year yet. You moved like no. end of 2020, I thought, right? That was, I mean, who knew three months later she would leave me? <laughs> it was three months? You March, because moved- we ended in March. She left me in June. Oh, yes. Shit. Okay. I thought you meant when you guys moved in. I was like, wait. No, it was our lease was up in July and we were supposed to resign, which I had no idea she was not going to, but everyone else did. The uh, leasing agent knew. <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, that that hurts. That like leasing agent fucking knew before you. Did I I told you the story? Was I don't even remember when I told you the story. Oh, did you call me? Sorry. No, no. What happened was um you were staying at someone's apartment nearby and we Mm -hmm. ran into each other walking to the subway. And that's when like like Aaron had told me because yeah, he was checking up on me. Yeah. And so we talked you were going to, I think, an open mic that would not let you in because of Colin. Yeah. And it was, like, super racist. Pinebox let all the white people with dogs in there, but they weren't letting me with this beautiful dog. Beautiful Colin. Be in there. He's so sweet. I love you. Um, but, yeah, and I remember I told you, and then after that, I think shortly after that, we were we met up to, like, watch a couple games because y'all weren't far from where I was staying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would just kind of, and it was great. No, I'm super grateful for you all. Like, I re- that's one of the things I realized, like, like all my friends that are, I, I always say this, I'm just jumping from everything. I think when we broke up, she definitely got, like, the ugly friends. <laughs> um, she did though like would you see the, fr- the friends that used to be my friends that i would hang out with mainly i've realized only because we drank but also they're her friends now they are so fucking ugly like I, people say everyone's beautiful no that's bullshit there's some ugly people out there but yeah i, I realized with this breakup like oh i have all these uh, amazing people in my life like yourself and aaron um who oh, like you I care about so much and who care about me. You know, I have a, I, not that I wasn't grateful for friendship before, but I'm like even more appreciative of it. Like, and I think about it all the time. Like when I hang out, like we're supposed to hang out. We're not going to hang out tomorrow, but I mean, I'm definitely going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> oh my God. You're so excited. Your face. I love it. Oh yeah. Do we have to say what's going to happen? <laughs> that you're going to have sex at the Bartley Center? <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean you could they've got some good um bathrooms in there that, that you know like i asked you what's going on in the game and you're like oh i don't fucking care <laughs> what did i say i was like look how yeah, like, look how long <laughs> the wide his his legs are kevin durant look how look how far he could spread his legs apart that's what you said <laughs> you went shut up <laughs> but not to like harp on the breakup though like or like talk about it too much it was like shitty like you had to rely on friends because it was just mm-hmm. like it from an outsider's point of view the rug was just like pulled from underneath you definitely you want me to do a quick summary of it only if you're comfortable with that oh hell yeah i i just had to do it for my aesthetician that i hadn't seen in like seven months and she's like tell me about the breakup um so long story short i had this partner um who i mean it would have been we would have been together five years this october 
Um, you know, we went through the pandemic together. We moved in together during the pandemic, which was not a reflection of the pandemic. It was more of we've been together this long. That's like just the next step. I thought she was going to be my life partner. We, I mean, we had a dog together. I had her on my health insurance, like a domestic partnership. Like it was like this. I was basically married, right? Mm-hmm. I went through this really weird depression, and in May it was super bad. I mentioned it to you. I remember because we got together, we we got to hang out a little bit after, like during that time, and I was like, I'm not in a good space, and I wasn't. Um, which happens. We all went. Through, we, it's a fucking pandemic. Like that's still going on. So her and I, I mean, we'd seen each other so much during this time, and we were just, you know, we would have arguments, and it got kind of dull and weird. Um, we had not sex in a while, but I just thought, oh, we need shit to like get back to normal so we can like start living our lives again. So then I can like miss her and not see her every fucking three hours, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we, we kind of had some arguments and I was super depressed and I was angry. You know, it's just one of those things we kept kind of just like butting heads and that was a hard thing. And it got to the point where it was, we both kind of had to start considering, are we going to see like counseling for this, which that was it. But I was being stubborn and she was kind of doing a thing, doing her own thing. Like she kind of, my communication issue was just, I was being very stubborn and argumentative. Hers was completely shutting me out and she didn't say anything. So I didn't know what her thoughts were. Uh, so one day I went to do this show. It was probably about like two hours north of here, like this city's like first pride festival. I performed. Calvin was there too. Oh, we did horribly. Some six-year-old girl heckled me. Her oh name was like, God. her name was like rain. And I remember I told her in front of these fucking white people, I was like, oh, you were an accident. <laughs> I have it on video somewhere. I was like, you. so anyway, I go to this, this show, we perform, we get paid a hundred dollars. Um, but it was really fun. Come back home and um, my partner isn't there and neither is Colin. And so I text her and I'm like, hey, where, 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 where's Colin? Because I had a weird set and I need my dog. She just, the only thing she said to me was, he's fine. He's with me. And so I look around and like she had, there were some bags missing. And I see Colin's like bag is gone. And I'm like, why would she take his bag with him? If I take his bag with her, if she's just visiting hanging out with someone, which I assume she was at these one friend's place, uh, the ugly friends. Anyway, so Carolyn Bergier is down the street because there's a diking out show that she had at, at uh, Good Judy, and she, we were supposed to hang out real quick. I was supposed to see her and her wife and give them a hug because like, they're just really great people. And I was like, hey, I don't know what's happening. And the only thing I could do at the time, I went to go sit down in the bathtub, and she was like, we're going to go get you. They picked me up. I grabbed my laptop. I went with them to their place upstate. The next day, my ex texts me and is like, hey, I'm going by with some people, picking up some stuff. I'm like, I'm not there. Let's have some space. Don't hear from her. Then the next day, I get this email from the leasing agent saying, hey, you blah, 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 has decided, has told us that she is not re-signing the lease. We want to know your plans. So that was the point where I realized, oh, she's dumping me, moving out, leaving me. She has the dog. So I message her and i'm like what's this and she's like this isn't working for me anymore this is toxic uh i did what i had to do yet to give me a, a, an explanation i say well can i get my dog back eventually she decides yeah but she tells me she doesn't want to see me when i get the dog back i was like that's fine i'll stay in the car cecilia was like we're gonna drive up there tonight and we drove up there on monday i went to my apartment what was our apartment at the time to get some toys for colin my dog so he'd be more comfortable upstate. All her shit was gone. She moved all that shit out. Uh, I would later find out, this is when I'm looking for a new apartment uh, from the leasing agent that actually ended up being the same leasing agent that helped her find her apartment. 
uh, how early, like she was looking for a spot and that these friends that I thought were friends of mine were looking for her. And so they knew she was going to leave me. And uh, so I couldn't stay at the apartment anymore. Um, Cause like, why would I, I was so fucking like wrecked. Um, and so at this point it was like, Oh, I don't know if I'm going to live somewhere. So I had about a good two months of basically being homeless in some sense, but never being without a home because people like comics is where New York city comedians came in and everyone was just like giving me their keys for me and Colin to stay there. And, um, which was great. I like got to like process my emotions, which it's weird. Cause I don't remember the first month. I remember like we hung out. I don't remember a lot. I remember like walking to the bar once to see you. And that's like all I remember. And I, I remember walking up to you when I ran into you and you didn't know that I was mm-hmm. behind you. Right. Um, but it was a, it was called acute stress disorder is what I went through. That's what my therapist told me, um, which, yeah, it was, cause it was a traumatic event, but she never, so the ex is, I got the dog back. She's never like checked in on him, asked to see him, which good. Cause she's never going to fucking see him now. And since then, uh, as you know, I've just like gone to therapy so much. Uh, I stopped drinking, um, getting help with that just cause I was like, you know what, maybe I don't want to drink anymore. And also I've just like been hanging out with like my friends, like you, uh, for instance, and like Aaron will hit me up and like, I'm doing comedy stuff and focusing on my shit. And now, you know, I'm at the realization, like before I like, you know, like I said, if we had done this like three months ago, maybe I would have like been crying and bawling and being like, oh, I miss her so much. It hurts so much. Uh, it doesn't at all now. Like it sucks that she did this. Uh, there could have been more mature ways to handle this, uh, very mature ways to do this. Or there's simple ways. Is it to be mature? simple ways? Hey, I'm moving out. This isn't working. Um, no explanation given. Uh, so all that being said, um, I, I'm in a, I'm in a good place now and I'm happy at like the person I've, I'm becoming and I'm dating again. <laughs> I'll be having sex. I am Very having soon. sex. Yeah, I am. I am not now. Uh, maybe tonight. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying it's great. I'm like, you know, dating, I'm meeting new people. I'm seeing that people are actually like smart. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm having sex again, which is great. (laughs) I love it. And I mean, like what you said, like it just the, the her shutting down and not letting you know anything is like really, really fucked up. And obviously like we all have our shit and we all have like things that we have to work on that are toxic. Um, But that like, that's just like in that moment, you know, you've been together almost five years she at least at the bare minimum should have said, like, texted you. I can't do this anymore. She was just gone. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just legit bounced. And uh, that's like such a cowardly thing to do. It's also like a villainous shit, like the way taking all this shit, not telling me and doing all these things behind my back. Like that's, that's a different type of person. Like mm-hmm. I, I would never want to be associated with someone like that. And luckily I'm not anymore. Um, and also I know my friends, as far as I know, I doubt any of my friends and the people that are close to me are ever capable of doing such. That's an evil thing that says what type of person she is, but it's, uh, a sit down, we could just sat down and talked about it. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been easy, but it could have happened. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And like you knew things were a little rocky, uh, especially with like counseling, uh, being talked about and not mm-hmm. that counseling means something's bad. Like I know a lot of people that see like a couple therapists just to like stay on point or on check and counseling. Yeah. is just great. Like it's just 
again, I'll say it a million times. Therapy is amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, have you, uh, do you, you know, Lorena Rusi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I call her my dad. That's my dad. Um, I stayed with her and her partner wife, uh, Colin and I did for a couple of days also after the breakup, but Lorena, that one, I was over there once and she goes, Hey, um, like we, we have, they were doing like zoom couples counseling cause the pandemic of course. Um, and I was like, oh, I go, I, I think that's interesting that you all do that. And she said that they started doing that maybe like early on in the relationship. And she kind of, she put it like to me like this and, and it's made so much like sense. She goes, how often do you take a car to the shop? She goes, if you want to keep it, if you want to maintain it, you take it every couple months, you get the oil change, you get checked out, they check the tire pressure, blah, 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 blah. She goes, you don't, she goes, if you do that, the car is going to last you a long time. But if you're only taking your car to the shop whenever it breaks down, I go, that car's not going to last. That's a really good analogy. And that legit, that I, like you, I totally believe in therapy and I like my therapist like so much. But that um, idea of like couples counseling, when I finally get there, I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just comes back down to um, like where where she said, if you're only going in when it's broken. Like mm-hmm. with that was kind of like my first um, relationship really with therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I would cancel. And this is just for me, not like couples counseling. I would cancel all the time because I was like, I just don't have time for this. I can't do this. And mm-hmm. then when like shit hit the fan for me, like a- two years ago, like mentally and like physically and emotionally, it was like, you have to go every week. You have no matter what. And there's times where there's like nothing really to talk about. And we just kind of like gossip. Um, I love those. Like, yeah. I- yeah past two weeks but okay two weeks ago it's two weeks in a row of me not having like shit to say mm-hmm. and she's like you know no news is good news that means you're 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 using the tools that you've acquired in past sessions or you're using the things that you've talked about and the skills or whatever ways like you've talked you've processed things in therapy so that you can have this very chill life chill like week or whatever because I've, I've had actually had more than two of course chill sessions but they're more and more chill each week and I was just telling her, I go, it's weird. I'm not used to my life like this. I go, I'm used to like having to apologize to someone or repair something, you know, some relationship with someone. And she's like, yeah, you're drama free. But part of that, I find that the most people that are drama free, drama free, it just seems like they go to therapy. They have a tackle on this. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I feel like therapy also just really, really, really teaches you how to communicate slash like over communicate. Oh, yeah. And like, I think that's the only way me and Aaron got through the pandemic, because there's definitely a couple like there's a couple fights in the beginning with my um, with my OCD, like my OCD was like in a huge flare up and I didn't realize it. And we were fighting uh, because I'd get super defensive about it. And then he had to be like, I need you to talk to your therapist about this. And she was like, yeah, this Mm. is your OCD. Like, this is what it is. Like, he's telling you the truth. And then she was like, um, you have to like you both like have to to literally like over communicate and that's literally just what we started doing mm-hmm. literally over communicating what we needed whether it be space or time together or et cetera, et cetera. and i just again like i don't think it would have gone as smoothly as it has since 2020 mm-hmm. with all this shit definitely no and i'm glad and i like you too so much i love you too say so much that's fun and Aaron is a very patient person. Oh, he's super patient. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is very, very patient. Absolutely, and he's he's just super, 
I'm gonna say perfect, but he's a great fucking person. Um, oh, he is. He's. I mean, I hear from him a lot. I like him so much. He's so he, fun. He's turning forty in January. In January, I know. And there's like literally like I think it's like three or four different events, and then we watch. Do you watch Succession at all? On no, I don't. I don't. I'm not white, Natalie. Oh, that's you know what? That's fair. Um, you forget because I go out with so many white women. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um well it's like it's you'd like it though because it's white people but like bad shit happens to them like you hate them um but the last episode one of the like the one of the siblings threw a 40th birthday party and it was like such a shit show and aaron was like are these what my birthday parties are gonna be like or is it really pathetic and i was like not at all like everyone like likes you like this is a show about like billionaires and everyone hates this billionaire everyone loves you yeah he's a good person and he has like good. Fr- I've met your friends that I like the non-comedy friends that you all have, mm-hmm. and they're all so sweet and nice. Like, yeah, I think some of them follow me on Instagram. I haven't followed back, but I probably should. <laughs> I probably should. So I, you know, I get that that following. But um, yeah, you surround yourself like you're good people, and you surround yourself by good people, um, which is great. Yeah, but you're now dating another white woman. Uh, you, <laughs> I, you are, yeah, so yeah, so my ex was white, and I was like, No more white women, fuck this. <laughs> and then I don't know if her and I, I mean, I guess maybe you could say we're dating right now, but I mean, it's very, we've only been hang, I say hanging out, yeah, like the conversation hasn't been had yet, yeah. And she's like, You know, like, you know, we talk almost every day, um, but yeah, she is white, she's very white. Um, she's very tall. She's six inches taller. Oh, is she me. like Swedish white? Like she's German white. Oh, I can see it. Blonde, German, and like no brunette. Brunette. Kind of. Yeah. I think she's kind of nerdy because she doesn't have a TV. She's like, I just read, um, which I think is hot as fuck. I was gonna say uh, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bitch knows how to read. Um, no, she's I, I she's uh so nerdy. Um, but it's cute. Um, she's tall. Uh, I, like she's tall and cute she could read it's like can't every woman do that but um yeah she's white she grew up in like she's born in chicago like grew up i think in like westchester like went to northwestern yeah <laughs> she's like she's so what did i say i go she's so white she's see-through like she's so damn white mike brown comic mike brown once like after my breakup he would call me once he called me after the breakup he goes yo stop being such a sad bitch on twitter (laughs) everyone gets at least two months no i take it back for every year that you're together you get one month to be a sad bitch on social media so you got like five months i get four but almost five but i was i was i stopped once uh i got to like six weeks like four, yeah you after were that. quick yeah you were really quick i remember the first post and i like tur- i turned to aaron was like what the fuck is going on mm-hmm, i was like mm-hmm. she is not okay yeah and i wasn't and then i got through it um but uh mike frown one day he was like you know you know what the deal is big no more white women because he was dating this one white girl for like years i remember he actually was planning on proposing to her um it did not work out and then so then after a while he was like no, no, because the the woman he's with now, that he lives with, who's cool as hell. I think she's so fucking cool. He was like, no, no, the trick is, because he goes, they got to just not be American. 
<laughs> she's Canadian. <laughs> this, this, this girl's Canadian, but she she's so damn cool. I really I'm like I go I want to be her as an adult, and I'm like V, you're an adult. She's she's so cool. Um, so what she she wanted to hang out with me recently for one of Mike's things. I was like hell yeah. But so now yeah, I'm, I've gone out with this white woman, and I'm like matching. Like I'm still on the apps. Mm-hmm. Um, I I tried to set up this date with this one chick uh, this weekend, but it's going to be I think maybe like on Wednesday or something. I'm only swiping right on people that can help my career. Uh, <laughs> is she an agent? She's a director producer. Okay, okay. I was like, right. I mean, yeah, I guess you, you're cute, but you know, it's cuter that you could help my career. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I swipe. If you're hot. You're hot. But yeah, it's a def- She's a white woman too, and I was like, V, is this is this your thing? Like, what's going on? But yeah, I'm going out with this white woman. We've gone out a couple of times, like. She asked, she wanted to buy me a crepe tonight. Uh, dude, she brought me a crepe to my show on Monday. Like this girl came to see me perform and she brought me food because she said, I get home late from shows sometimes and I just order myself nachos. And she's like, that's not good. So I brought you, she made me like this little frittata spinach cheddar thing. Mm-hmm. And then she bought me a crepe, a gluten-free crepe because I'm gluten-free. Because um, I mentioned earlier that day how I really wanted pancakes. Ooh. I was like, that's fucking sweet. Was it sweet or savory? It was both. Uh, oh, you're talking about the crepe. Uh, let's see. The crepe was sweet. It's like, <laughs> uh, it was both. And she like liked my comedy. She likes my comedy a lot. Um, she thinks I'm funny, which I am. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't know. She's like, you're like really funny. You're like good. I'm like. Duh. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I told you one thing I know is me on stage is like crushing it. Anyway, um, yeah, she brought me a crepe. Um, she's just very sweet. Think she she's but I think the most thing I like appreciate about her is we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. So we argue in some sense, not like fight, mm-hmm. but argue and have or disagree about things. And I don't know, I think it's hot. What is it that uh you guys disagree on? Is she like is she like pro Trump? No, no. She's she's one of those like white people that was radicalized and da 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 da. Um, which I like because she's aware of her whiteness. Mm-hmm. And so anytime she mentions mentions like a gripe about something, I'm like, oh, she mentioned something. She's like, yeah, once we were on a safari in in Africa, and my mom got mad about something, and I go, oh, that must have been so hard. Your family trip in Africa was ruined. Oh. And then she complained about how her mom used to say, because she speaks, at one point she was fluent in, fluent in German, but she speaks German very well. And she also speaks French. Um, and I'm like, I think that's hot too. But she mentioned how her mom, she's like, oh yeah, on Mondays after school, our mom would send us to two hour German classes. And I'm like, oh, the fucking struggle, you know? <laughs> Like, oh, and then she's like, yeah, and then I don't know what to do. So I just was so undecided. So I decided to get my master's and she also got at Northwestern. And I'm like, oh, she goes, so, but I just, anytime she gripes about it, I'm just thinking, oh, oh, the shame. Oh, the horror. Like this, I don't know what that's like. I didn't have air conditioning as a child in Texas. Like, shut up. (laughs) Anytime she says things like, oh yeah, my mom, I just stepped about how her mom used to punish them. And I just like, I go, oh, you never got slapped. (laughs) Oh, you never just got the shit slapped out of you. Man, that shit hurts. Just different things, and um, I try not. To, I try not to. I'm not a bitch about it. I realize, like now, I'm. I've, oh, this is sober dating for me too, which is completely different. But yeah, things like that. Just the 
our lens through which we grew up, which everyone has a different lens on how they grew up and how we see things and how we approach things is different just because it's like also just like me being like, um, like a, a POC and her being white and like having to recognize her, like she recognizes her whiteness, but it's still like interesting to have conversations about that. Oh yeah, I bet. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you guys met on the, and we met at, I don't want to say what it was just in case someone from the thing, uh, says here's this because we met in person is all i can say okay i think i knew that somebody's meant that you were on the app with her i am on the apps i did see her on the apps and i'm sure it's box swiped right um <laughs> i did i was like boop, boop, boop. i didn't super like because you know i didn't want to seem thirsty thirsty but uh we met in person and i didn't think she liked me because she said i was too short um uh, i was upset about she then later she like a couple of days later she mentioned how she thought we were vibing that night and i was like yeah i thought we were and then you said i was too short and she goes oh i didn't finish that sentence she just said i seemed taller because of my hair and because of my personality which rightfully so you met me you oh met yeah me. yeah yeah and then she she um she said something to me. She goes, I've never like seen big, big dick energy. She was like, but then I, I like, she goes, I'm, I started going dating you. And also I've seen you naked and I get it. Uh, <laughs> Cause I got big dick. No. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Explain the way that you flirt. Me? You don't send, like, booby pics. Like, what do you send? Oh, oh, my ab pictures? Yes. (laughs) 
I sent my ad pictures. I just post them. You just send videos of you like jumping. Oh, jumping rope. I do. I just send videos of me jumping rope and like my sports bra and some fucking leggings and people like it. Yeah, no, it's hot. It's just, Thank I like, you. I like it. I think it's a really like, <laughs> it's a good variation from the norm. Yeah. Like I'm not going to just post something, you know, just like, Ooh, this is my ass. I mean, I'm, by the way, I'm working on my ass. Get ready uh, oh, for shit. the fall for my pale ass to show these off. But, um, yeah, I'll like show something of me like doing like post workout and I'm like, you know, putting in work and everyone's like, dig V, what's up? Uh, it also helps that I post like, you know, five months sober, five abs, you know, <laughs> which doesn't make sense. But if you look, you can see it. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of it's ab pictures and it's videos of me jumping rope. When a friend of mine was super sad because of her breakup, I sent her a video of me jumping rope in my underwear. <laughs> And, oh, and side it. boob. It's been side boob lately, too. Ooh. I would say when this person saw me naked, she was just like, this isn't fair. And then she was like, how do you look good from this angle? I'm like, this is what you get. And then she was just like uh, obsessed with my side. She's very into side boob. And she's, she was uh, into my friend Carolyn's side boob because Carolyn Berger, who has the Diking Out podcast, she has a photo of her. And it's a cute photo. And it shows her side boob. And it is hot. I will say, like, Karen looks, Carolyn looks really good in that photo. And so this woman... Uh, I don't even know. Tall girl. Let's call her tall girl. So tall girl sees the photo. Is the Netflix movie about her? Oh, no, I haven't watched that. Bobby talked about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I can't fuck her now because I'm just going to think Netflix. I'm going to come Netflix. <laughs> and she doesn't watch TV. <laughs> she doesn't. Oh, so she won't get it. You're right. She won't get it. Um, so tall girl was mentioned she's like that that picture of carol is just super hot and i was like fine here's my fucking side boob so and she's like oh this is nice mm. and, and she had seen it in person because you know you know pillow talk post sex of course but uh i do i think me flirting in person it's very much just asking a woman about her day and then when she talks i continue questions and i listen and i'm you know very just oh i'm sorry that happened to you just trying to like be accountable for the bad things that happened even though i didn't do them but in some sense trying to like empathize and then i mean on instagram though i am flirting i try to flirt yo anytime like because man some hot girls are suddenly coming out as queer and i'm the <laughs> i'm the first one to flame 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 all their photos <laughs> and they post something like hot i'm like hey that i saw you on the trailer that wasn't i go it's obvious like, oh i thought i saw you on this oh that that wasn't me or maybe it was i'm like Nah, I don't think the person was hot enough to be you to be right. And they're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then, yo, there's this one. Uh, she's she's kind of a comic, but not really. She randomly, every now and then, she'll like, like, what do you call them? Like, booty fave them? Have you ever heard booty faving? Where you like, lay, you go back and you like, you try to like, you like one of their old photos. That's called booty flave? The, booty faving it. Uh, booty this, faving. This, okay. Booty faving it because you try to get that butt. Um. Uh, and she, uh, she'll occasionally she'll like, do, and I go, why are you liking this photo from so long ago? She, oh, it was, I saw it on your page and I, and it stood out to me and it's like, why are you on my page? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, on Instagram, I'm definitely, if they post a hot photo, I'm like flame, 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 heart emoji, <laughs> heart emoji, heart emoji. Uh, or I'm just like, I'll just say it. I go, oh, this is a very attractive photo of you. Not that you aren't attractive already. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a creep, Dota. Do I sound like a creep? Um, if you were a white dude, it would be creepy, but you're not, you know? You're right. You're right. And also, I'm not like, ooh, what you up to? I also don't message people late, mainly because I'm asleep by 1030. But uh, 
I'm also just like, oh, if they post about something I saw or something, right? Oh, this is really cool. I should check this out. All right. Very. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And eventually they just, they start back and it's just like, all right, I'm just, I'm just putting stuff on like, you know, low, like simmer, slow, slow cook, slow cook, crock pot. <laughs> I got pussy in a crock pot. <laughs> You're just having like a little bit of like a hoe phase. It's a good thing to have. You know, I'm I'm dating again and it's nice and I'm not like, an, I'm not sloppy and I have like certain rules for myself. Like, obviously I can't really, I can't meet a girl in a bar um, because like I can't have a drunk hookup because mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't drink. So if we have a drunk hookup, that's, I'm a creep. I can't, I also can't make out with girls like that. Like I've had like a drunk girl come up to me at a bar randomly, you know, in the past couple of months and it's like, hi, all right, cool. You know what? Maybe you should go back to your friends. Like, I don't want to be rude, but it's just like, that's just, it's not going to happen. I could never do that. Um, that's how you know, I'm not a straight white man uh, <laughs> or, a, you know, a straight man in general, you know? And, and I, so I won't have that happen. Um, and I have to think, I've had to think about like, oh, do I want to date someone like that drinks or do I want to go? There's just certain rules I've told myself in regards to things like that. And also like with like having sex with people, it's like, I have to, you know, be safe and like, yeah, it's like a whole phase, but I feel like it's a smart whole phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like an intelligent whole phase. Yeah, it's a very mature whole f- uh, yeah, phase. I'm a mature hoe. I'm a mature hoe. Uh, <laughs> also I've put in so much work into myself these past couple months. It's like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to. I don't know the stranger like they don't what if they don't fucking deserve this like yeah you know what I mean you just met me like you don't you don't know the work I've put in me you don't you wouldn't appreciate it like I'm just like for all I know you're not gonna remember my name and like yeah no totally but that might change um (laughs) were you nervous when you started to like enter the dating scene again because it's hard you know almost five years yeah I I'm still I'm kind I'm I wasn't nervous. So my thing was, I didn't think of it as a thing. Like I didn't think, I kind of feel like, oh, this is sooner than I expected. I thought maybe I'd be dating again, maybe in like spring. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I told myself, let's focus on myself for sure to these, for the next like six months. But I kind of toyed back and forth with getting on the apps. Cause I don't like, I don't know. I just personally was like, no, I don't think I like meeting people in real life. However it is that I can do that. But when it turns out like this tall girl and I were going to go on a date, I had just had a conversation with my therapist, like, I'm gonna be honest, I just need to fuck somebody. I was like, really? And I go, and you can be open with that and tell people like, hey, I don't want anything serious or anything like casual. I just want to fuck. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of was at that mind frame. I'm like, you know what? You need to fuck right now. Like that's, that's what's going to happen. And so I kind of accepted that. I talked about it with my therapist and I told her, I go, oh, and then I mentioned like I had this casual crush on tall girl. And I'm just thinking, I go, you know, I think this means that I can start dating again. I think I'm ready. And she told me, I, she was like, that's great. She said, I put all the crisis work on that, that I've completed all the crisis work and I've done a good job on that part. So it's time to move in. But then it was like going on a date with tall girl. It was just, I was nervous, not just because I liked her, but because it's what, what do I say? What do we talk about? Mm -hmm. What do we do? Like, um, do I kiss her? Like, uh, is it okay? Can I, can I like put my, you know, have my hand on your knee? Is that all right? Like, is it okay? I'm, I, I asked her out for a second date before the first date ended. Like, is that too crazy? Is that weird? Also like, what's too soon? Oh, do I text you like three days later, two days later? Like what, what's going on? Can I call you? There's no rule book. I mean, there's things you don't do, mm-hmm. uh, clearly, but I didn't know like what to do. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. 
Yeah, but I mean, my thing is always like, if I'm hanging out with someone, I want to know about them. So I always am just like asking them questions and, you know, you see where the conversation goes from there. Um, But it's still like, it's weird, just like, like, especially on the apps, like I'm pretty quick with like Tinder date shit. I'm Mm -hmm. not gonna lie, people always act like it's so hard. It's like, who gives a fuck? Um, I'm pretty good about like, I'll, you know, whatever. Some women will message me first or I'll message them first. And it's very much like, just a real quick, I always do, hey, something kind of whatever funny or see on their whatever it works see on their profile it works they're like hey lol blah 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 back and forth where do you live in brooklyn oh cool all right oh that sounds fun hey would you be open to meeting up like i'm in out blah setting up the date and Mm -hmm. here's hey here's my number and um i've just told myself to like before i was kind of I felt like it was daunting and now I'm just like, fuck it. I'm like four or five messages, ask them if they want to go out or they want to meet up. And they usually do. Um, but what happens is I end up like, I was supposed to go on a, on a Tinder date when I hung out with you and Aaron last minute in Red Hook. Oh yeah. And I was like, I want to hang out with my friends. <laughs> my friends are Red Hook. We're having, we're having such a good time. I was like, I don't want to leave this. I'm having such a great time with my friends. Um, that was a blast. I had so much fun. It was so fun. And uh, randomly in Red Hook. And I had no I had no agenda, any plans that day. But that girl, that woman and I were supposed to meet up. And then she kind of never really got back to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, so now it's, it's easy to ask people out on these apps. And I think I'm just like, I'm going to, you know, do that for a while just to like get these little nerves or whatever and get back into it because i don't i definitely don't expect anything from tinder um what would you do if tall girl like this weekend was like i want to be exclusive like where are you at it's too soon um she mentioned it on wednesday something about how like oh i think we were talking about something she's like oh if we were there this but i know we're not there so i'm not worried about it and i was like yeah i go i'm not i i had said something about how like the thing is about dating is i'm so busy it's hard for me to like juggle like dating because like you know i'm i'm booked which is great mm-hmm. and when i'm not booked i'm hanging out with my friends and i like hanging out with my friends a lot and i also like i have my dog and sometimes i just want to stay home and paint and hang out with colin and that's it and call it a day. So I mentioned like how um, I was telling my therapist how I'm like, I go, people, are, people found, like people will ask me about tall girl and I'll be like, dates are going fine. She's fun. Um, but they're like, are you going out with anyone else? And I'm like, not really, but I'm like out there like trying to, but I set up the date and I'm like, I don't want to go, but it's not because of her. It's because I just have other shit to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like mentioning like, you know, I, um, I was like, if I'm not out with someone else, if I don't have, a, if I'm not dating a lot of people, it's not that I'm trying to be exclusive. It's that I have so much other shit going on right now that I just don't have time, you know? Yeah. 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 And then like the options are like, if I'm out tonight and I see someone at a bar that, that I can make out with and I'm, we're both cool with it, like, I'm a fucking do it if she's hot enough. Like, here's the thing Tessa Thompson might do it. Like, I don't know. I keep throwing it out in the universe. I'm manifesting everything. And listen, I've said it enough. It's going to happen. She's so hot. Oh, she's so hot. And I can't wait till her and I fuck. Um, she's going to just like break me. Uh, it's going <laughs> to be so good. I feel like you're a very gentle lover. 
I, I am pretty I am pretty gentle. I'm like, dang B. Uh very sensual. I am. I care about that person. I'm, it's half a lesbian sex is just very is this okay? Is this all right? <laughs> yeah, and that's a whole and also like Yeah. Um I mean, you know, it, it's all about communication. That's the fun thing about, like, mm-hmm. I've noticed, like, you know, hooking up with Tom, bro, she's she's very communicative, which I appreciate. So, yeah, and it's interesting to have a lot of these, like, it, talking so much before about sex. Like, what works for this person? What doesn't? What you like? Oh, would you be open to this? Blah, blah. Having these conversations instead of just having awkward sex. <laughs> Look what I did. Look what I did there. I, I tied it in. Look what I did. Full fucking circle. That was a callback <laughs> from the gods. Yeah, if people were, like, way more open, like, straight out the gate with sex. And no one, not that no one is. Uh, a lot of people are good about it. I think I'm not actually very good about it. I'm very horny. Uh, so I remember, like... Me first- too. Me too. Sorry. <laughs> I remember the first time me and Aaron had sex. I, like, literally just jumped him. And we did not talk about anything. Um, and he knows, I say this all the time, it was very mediocre sex the first time around. Um, I've used it in a bit. And he was like, was it? And I was like... Yes. Um, <laughs> but now it's like the best sex of my life. Like, I love having sex with him. Um, and it's, you know, through years of communicating and also through years of learning personally, like what I like too. like, I don't think I knew as well what I like and just knowing that I can also change. Like, you can be like, oh, now I want to try this or I want to do this. And just having someone that's like ready for like the experiment or for the ride, like literally. Yeah. Yeah, that's how, and I'm now, like, that's the thing, like, I feel like for the past, like, you know, almost five years with that person, not trying to talk shit about her, she's, she wasn't good in bed. Um, <laughs> not trying to talk shit about it. <laughs> you said that, like, every time, like, her friends are ugly. She's dumb. Bad in sex. <laughs> she was, she was not. I'm like, I go, do you hate pussy? Like, the fuck? Um so she wasn't uh, i mean i'll say i'll just say she was inexperienced but sometimes uh were you the first girl that she was with no I, she hooked up with a couple of women before not all. i'm the first okay. woman she dated um like like dated dated obviously long term thought she was gonna have a life blah 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 whatever so we didn't really talk much it was very much like shut down it was a, it was just a lot of things that now i see i'm like oh it wasn't working mm-hmm. um so it's refreshing one to be with someone different two um just like now i'm thinking about all this stuff like we didn't do and i'm like if someone like tall girl throws out something i'm just be like yeah let's fucking do it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i'm very much like who cares uh oh you uh you know she mentioned she wants to try something she hasn't done i'm like i'll fuck it let's fucking do it i'm very much i don't know i mean i think maybe it's because i am going to be 40 in like two years uh I got to like, you know, I just want to like tackle some things in my thirties. Yeah, totally. Little I have left. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> it's 40. I mean, I'm 33. So I have a little while before 40. Is it that big of a jump? Like, is it from 39 to 40? I, I felt like a lot of people dealt with it in their twenties to thirties, but I felt like I did all right. Like I was like, all right, I'm not in my twenties anymore. 20 to 30 was like, for me, I was like, this is cool. This is fine. It's. 38 this is i'm just like i'm almost 40 like and i don't know i feel like you know i'm a little behind on certain things in life not that we need to have certain things by a certain age but i expected to be established in something blah 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 mm-hmm. like i'm still doing like in regards to comedy you know I'm, I'm too old for you know certain networks uh certain things apparently uh for casting purposes 
so that's weird. And also just like doing, I think more in comedy too, because I feel like everyone's hitting 30, 30, everyone's between 30 and 33. And yeah, I'm 38. Uh, and I just, it, I don't know. I try, I don't, I forget sometimes like how old I am. And it's just weird because it's definitely, I know I don't look that age, whatever mm -hmm. the look is supposed to be. I definitely don't act it. Um, in some sense, I don't, I feel like I don't have that mature part like that yet. Um, but it, it's just, it's definitely more like, oh, fuck you gonna be, I'm going to be 39 next year. Fuck. Like what? Um, like it's just, it, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. It's just what happened to the time. <laughs> I get that. Like, I totally do. Cause like, when did I start with sex? I was 20. I don't remember. I was young and I remember being like, oh yeah, like this will be like its own show on Comedy Central by this and blah, blah, blah. And this will be established. And so it's been like eight and a half years. And I remember a few years I was like, oh, I've just plateaued. Like this is it for the rest of my life. And really, mm -hmm. like, really, really uh, shitting on myself. But I think like none of it matters. Like age mm -mm. doesn't matter. Like as long as you're mm -mm. happy and doing what you love. And also you stopped and took some time to take care of yourself. How many fucking comedians do we know that have done that? It's not a not, lot. Nope. Not a lot. And no, I think what, what helped me was, uh, you know, uh, Jasmine Garza. I know the name. I don't think I've met her personally. She's another comedian. Once another comic asked if that was my wife, and I said, "Yeah." Uh, <laughs> I told her. Well, anyway, she's um, comedian here. I think she did Boston scene before this. Well, um, she just got this on this HBO thing, um, and she's definitely in her. She's in her forties, and I just oh, told yeah. her, and I was like, "Listen, I needed you to get that because, like, I get so frustrated with everything, like." You know, with all these younger kids, like, you know, it seems like Comedy Central only wants you if you're, uh, you know, between 22 and 28 um, and you live in Bushwick. Uh <laughs> yeah, they're having kind of a little bit of a specific look uh, to yeah. all. And not to take away anything from their talent, because a lot of these comedians are very talented, too. But a lot of them sometimes have, like, their parents' money or yeah. not working a day job. Um, and I think that mm -hmm. needs to be factored in when you're looking at, like, what you've done, because you've done a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah, and and I do. I forget that. I'm like when I put it on paper. I'm just like Veronica. Have you done this, this, this? You've been on this. Look at all these different like you know. Look at your credits. Um, look at how often you're performing. Look at where you're performing. Look what shows you're. You're not at some stupid ass like random Joey Bats, which I'll I'll talk shit on because that place sucks. Um, you know, I you're not like you're at a different, you're at a different level. You've worked to get this. Like, you know, I, I finally booked comedy at the knit this year, which for me, I'm like, yeah. that, took me, that took me like seven years, eight years to get like, that's a thing. And other shows uh, with the lineups I'm on, I'm like, Oh, these are like comics. And it's like, Oh, they're fucking like, like legitimate stars in some sense, or like, this is their thing. People know them as comedians. And then, um, and I'm thinking about my goals and I still have goals, things I want to do. And then, you know, I'm, you know how you get little stuff on the bubble, like just like kind of also simmering. And I have like a little stuff simmering that's kind of like, oh, it's showing me I'm still doing the right thing. I just, you know, certain things don't happen because you're not ready for it. I feel like, mm -hmm. like for me, I didn't start getting like more, like I, every year it's been more and like, I, and I make more money from it each year, which I'm just like, great, like a different, better tier shows. And it didn't happen until like after the breakup and um, this one comic, he's so sweet. Uh, Ibrahim uh, Khalif, 
he messaged me after and he goes, it was supposed to happen. She's not supposed to be with you in this next phase of your life because you're going up. And he Aww. told me that. And he, oh my gosh. This, I will say this, the straight male comedians that did message me, oh my gosh, so sweet. And he was like, she, she's not supposed to be with your next part. You going up. He's like, nah, she's, she, she was holding you down. And he said that and he was completely right. I mean, yeah, if you look back, she was. Because think of how yeah. much of energy were you putting into it to try to make it work, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Saying no to shows probably and saying no to, to writing time and things yeah. like that. Yeah, this has helped too with me. Like whenever I do, like I know you get down on yourself about it because someone gets something and you're proud of them, but you're also like, fuck, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, told, I'm just, I tell myself, you know, it's, you're not ready for it yet. This isn't happening because you're not ready for it yet. I'm not saying you're not, you're supposed to work for it. Keep working for it. And then it'll happen when you're ready. Um, before you know it, it'll be there. But uh, that's what's helped me in some sense. Because it does get frustrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so hard not to. It's so hard. If someone says they don't compare themselves to every comedian on Instagram, they're full of shit. Like, they're lying. You have to. It. We all do. It's just, yeah. is it is it healthy or is it unhealthy? To what extent are you letting it, or how much are you letting it uh, dictate how you value yourself or your craft? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so that's helped, like being like, I forget about my age when I realize, oh, you're not ready for this yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sage words. There you go. Sage advice. Veronica, this was a great episode. How are you feeling? Oh my gosh. I feel so good. Uh, Colin's asleep on my butt. Aww. My little guy, he's here. He he just realized I had the day off today. So he's just so hyped. He's so excited. Yes. I feel, This is great. And I love talking to you. You know that. Oh yeah. Same. And then I'll see yeah. you in Tall Girl tomorrow. <laughs> the Nets game. Oh my God. I can't wait. Did, I, did Aaron tell you what I told him? I told her because... Um, it's they're playing the bulls and she lived in chicago for a while she just uh-huh. moved here from chicago so and she hasn't been to a nets game and she's not a big sports fan but i know like she said she would tolerate basketball and i kind of said hey would you be open to going to this thing if i got the tickets i go i go it deals um with something on the list of you to scratch it's something you can scratch up your list of things you've done in new york city and honestly we don't even have to stay that long how about you just and i go there's there's food there and you know there's beer you can have a, you can have an ipa she was like, I'm open to it. Yeah. She goes, I'll do it. Do you want to tell me? Do you want it to be a surprise? And I was like, mm. and she goes, then I was like, I got the tickets. I bought the tickets, but she didn't know what they were. And she goes, no, tell me. I want to know. What is it? <gasps> is it a Nets game? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, I haven't been. And she lives by Barclays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told her, I go, hey, also they're playing the Bulls. Like I looked it up so that I told y'all so I, like, I could take her. And she's just like so excited about it. And we were talking the next day and I go, you know, what would be cool. I, I said, I told that, I said, my friend, uh, my friends, Aaron and Natalie are going to be there. I go, so maybe you can meet them. And she said, oh, that would be nice if that happens. And then I said, well, what if I go, oh, what if at halftime, me and Natalie switch seats? That way I can watch the game with Aaron. <laughs> Because that's what I love. <laughs> I and she was like, no. She was like, I go, because you and Natalie don't really care about basketball. <laughs> you could just be there on your phones, talking or whatever it is you do. I sound like such a fucking dude in the 50s. I just needed a cigar and like a newspaper in my hand. Like, I'm going to work with my briefcase. I said that. She looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think she, I don't think we can do that. But we will. I will see you tomorrow. And hope yes, hopefully you'll meet tall girl. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Me too. Ah.
um thank you so much for coming on and thank yeah you. uh if you haven't seen veronica perform she performs all in new york city but all right you have the great rest of your day off girl thank you Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming back every week. It means the world to me. I'm so grateful and thankful for all of you. Remember to follow Veronica at Veros Got Jokes or Veros Got Jokes. I'm really not sure how to say that. And that's shitty that I don't know how to say that, Veronica. Spelled V-E-R-O-S underscore G-O-T underscore jokes, J-O-K-E-S. Remember to rate, like, subscribe, review, share Awkward Sex and City with all your friends and family. What is December if not giving the gift? of podcast episodes that people should listen to. And I'll see y'all next week. Okay, bye.